Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 80 the big 80 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful wednesday of bets Now, we got a lot to get into today with NBA Finals Game 4 on tap. We also have the British Open right around the corner. Actually, first tee off is tonight. Actually, tomorrow morning at 12.35 a.m. But before we get into all of that, talk some lines and give you all of the analysis that we found across today's slates, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show but if you are listening to the audio version on your favorite podcasting directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well as we always do release the audio after every live show is finished second item on the docket as always if you guys could be so kind and you do have a couple extra seconds go ahead hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating all that good stuff we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make talking the line sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you and last but not least final item on the docket here before we dive into the show head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you will find all of the ttl cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people, joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka, and once again, thank you so much for choosing to hang out with the TTL crew and smash in some bets with us here today. Now, I keep referencing this crew. If you're a newcomer to the TTL pod and you might be listening, you might not be seeing the man seated to my left, but if you are viewing him live and in prime time, it's time to bring him in. A young man whose socks fandom runs thicker than blood, and you better believe his Green Bay Packers fandom, though be it odd, runs just as deep. You don't see too many Chicago fans that are also running in the Wisconsin territory. However, he finds himself among the select few. He is also the man that I have the honor with 
locking arm in arm, going to battle with these sports books day in and day out. So it is time to do that here once again. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? I mean, I'm doing just fine. Had a nice little evening myself with the All-Star game, but uh, I think you're downplaying my uh, crew of Illinois and Chicago Packers fans. They, uh, we're everywhere, baby. We are oh, yeah. everywhere, and uh, yeah. I mean, I As typically, a, uh, no, come November, I usually see more uh, Packers gear around the streets in Illinois than I do Bears stuff. I don't know if that's a certain reason for that or not, but... You know, as that was coming out of my face, I did think about three separate people that I know firsthand that are Packers fans and Sox fans outside of you, mm-hmm. though maybe that majority is growing a little bit more than it has been over the last few years, and it's just continuing as more and more... I think your eyes are just open. Yeah, maybe so. Who We've knows? Here, maybe, maybe I am just so delved deep into the game now. I'm finding more and more people who are Sox and Packers fans. Hey, there's a rabbit hole for you to start off this show. You never know where the TTL podcast is going to go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, once again, hey, thanks for joining me and Mags on today's show. We got a loaded episode coming to you. And as always, brief disclaimer, might have a little uh, special guest pop in from time to time. The uh, TTL crew mascot, if mm-hmm. you will, in the production studios, Miss Matilda, uh, might pop in from time to time. She's on the free roam in the studio here today, yes, so uh, we'll see if she comes through. But as for today's show, got a lot to talk about there, but quickly popped into my head. Let's talk a little bit about yesterday, my yes, friend. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Uh, it bears mentioning because we had one hell of a day, sir. Yes, we did. And uh, I hope you guys decided to ride with us i hope when it comes to the ttl showdown once again i bow down to you sir you uh absolutely destroy me when it comes to ttl showdowns hope you backed mags he hit the american league money line the american league first five run line plus a half and the american league to win by one to three runs so hell of an evening there we were also both on the nerfy yeah i hope you rolled that with us and then we were both on the under 11 yes sir so he went five and oh yesterday on Mm -hmm. his picks now, I did have um, some additional picks. Obviously, lost the National League, the National League first five, and then uh, them to win by one to three. Also lost them to not bat in the bottom of the ninth. Had a little bit of a rough outing when it came to the National League. However, game finished seven to eight runs. We got the nerfy. Yeah. We got the under 11. We got the first inning of a score to be the second inning. Yes, I mean, we cashed all types of plus money poly action yesterday. Uh, ended up going 10, 5, and 1 overall. Uh, cashed also the National League under 5.5 mm-hmm. for the team total, and then under 5 for the American League. Obviously, straight it's up push. push. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think it was 10, 4, and 1. Uh, Could be wrong. Uh, okay. I think you might have thought it was a little I'm off there. I'm, I might be giving uh, myself an extra I, loss. That's what I'm thinking. I okay. Think so. Well, hey, if I'm giving myself an extra loss, wipe it off. We're 10 <laughs> 4 and 1, 10 5 and 1. Either way, we had one hell of a day. Yes, we did. Uh, if you rode with Mr. Magnuson, you had one hell of a day uh, in addition to the TTL showdown. But even if you rode with me, yeah. We were up six, a nice six and a half units with all the plus money that I was able to rake on in yeah. yesterday. So we talked about it, <clears throat> excuse me, and we love these uh, little side matchups here. The uh, big events that uh, really aren't 
like the uh, the main event, right. you know, the Super Bowl, the last game of the finals, the All-Star game, a game that sits out from itself. We have a lot more time to delve into mm-hmm. a lot more of the numbers, and there's a lot of key trends that stick out. Obviously. For the All-Star game, yeah. for the MLB All-Star game, hell yeah. I mean, if you're talking Absolutely. the uh, the uh, NBA All-Star game or the Pro Bowl, yeah, I would say probably stay away from it because you never know who's going to give 50%, who's giving 10%. Right. But that All-Star <laughs> game or MLB All-Star game, man, it's, uh, it's capable. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you bet any of it last night, I mean, it was a great game to watch. It mm-hmm. was a fun game to sweat out. So uh, The only one we didn't see, and it wasn't that we just didn't like it. We just didn't see it, or at least I didn't see it, was at least three home runs, I believe, was at plus 100. Oh, I didn't see and that. And I wish I would end. And some handful of people were on mm-hmm. and had the win there, because I think it was three on the dot home runs, mm-hmm. and I wish we would have been on that one, because that would have been a nice one. Yeah, it, it almost seemed, too, we talked about it, that uh, Vladdy was almost too easy to hit a home run. Yep. And uh, sure he enough, did. he sent one Yabo into left center. It was absolutely yeah. electric. Uh, had uh, El Nino on uh, the screen side mm-hmm. by side as that was happening. So pretty electric moment yep. overall, if I do say so myself. Uh, but hey, overall, big fan of what we saw yesterday in the uh, MLB All-Star game. No complaints coming out of this department, partner. Uh, any any complaints? Anything you got to write home about? Hell I, no, no complaints. Well, I hey, mean, I mean, shit. I know a lot of people were uh, uh, not big fans about the doggone jerseys. It seemed like more people were ranting and raving say, about that I was, thing than these anything. Ones, these ones in particular, I was definitely, I had no strong opinions either way. It wasn't like I didn't like them. I wasn't in love with them. Um, but there was a lot of people that had some hate on it. And you've been the guy all season long when people are hating on jerseys, you say, hang on a minute. Why are we, uh, I feel like people are just dissecting this shit with a knife so damn close surgically. And it's like, all right, I mean, maybe just appreciate them. Like I said, I didn't like those as much as some all-star game jerseys in the past. I think it might be that people are just used to seeing guys in their normal jersey come the all-star game, which I do like, uh, whether the jerseys are cool or not. I do like them to have their actual jerseys on because that's what they did in the home run derby and they just flipped it this year. But uh, yeah, you know, I uh, I didn't hate him, and uh, yeah, like I said, you've been uh, the guy that's like hey, banging now, the drum, man. Let's let's keep these jerseys around. Let's take another look at. Them. I know, and I've uh, I'm appreciate uh, appreciative that you uh, said something about that because I have been that guy. I've been banging the drum. Like these city connects are not as bad as every other team is freaking out and talking about. Yep. Uh, you know, I I don't think that uh, the All Star Game jerseys were warranted of any of the hate that they got yesterday. I like uh, I liked my the White Sox ones that yeah. I saw. I mean, I, there are certain teams that I, I like, like more. I like the city abbreviation. Mm-hmm. I like the logo on top. It was nice, crisp, clean colors, the red, white, and blue. I mean, how can you not love those jerseys? I don't understand where there was anywhere to hate on them. Yeah. Uh, so I do have half complaint, half complaint, half not complaint because it is, uh, you know, there's a positive t- side to it. But Carlos Rodon didn't see the game and Tim Anderson get, didn't get in that bat in the game. Ah. Yeah, obviously, love to see your favorite players up there. But at the same time, I say half a complaint, half not a complaint because it is nice, especially for Rodon to get some rest. So not so much a cl- complaint, but I mean, you do always like to see your favorite uh players in there but my guy uh, liam Hendricks with the save got the mic'd up action was not the right choice no no liam <laughs> Hendricks was not the correct gentleman uh for the mlb at least not for the uh pg rated version no. of the all-star game maybe not, the pg-13 version yeah not in the uh not in the closing minutes of a uh of an of an all-star game not the guy that you want to have no. mic'd up there by any means uh but with all that being said producer colts had to do a little bit of uh side additional action here today uh but that all being said it seems that we are in action we are ready to rock and roll everything is in prime time so 
without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like I've talked about it uh, about 10 times already now, but what's coming up on today's show? Well, let me tell you about it. We got NBA Finals Game 4 to dive into. Deep dive. Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks. Going to be a... Cannonball. Special edition, if you will. I don't know where the cannonball came from, but yeah, we're going to dive deep Deep in cannonball. Cannonball. Okay, now I get it. We're going (laughs) to cannonball into the game. So there you go. We're going to cannonball. Um, We got 11 picks in total coming at you. I got five personal ones. Our mags has five personal ones. And then we have a TTL crew best bet that if you don't hammer anything else in, you need to hammer that one in ladies and gentlemen so we'll dive through all of those we'll break down each one of our picks and then we'll tell you about what we got coming up for the rest of the betting week there's only one mlb game on the slate tomorrow and then there are uh, 16 mlb games as the second half of the slate or season resumes on friday so we'll talk a little bit about what to expect for the rest of the week coming from the ttl pod And then second half of the show, my friends, you know the drill. We are getting into rants and reactions. We are actually saving the British Open for that portion so we can talk a little bit more in depth about it. We'll be bringing you our favorite picks, uh, finishing position, outright winners, and a few props and other things in between. So make sure you stay tuned for the second half of the show if you want some British Open PGA Major Championship picks. We'll also get into a little bit of Olympic news. USA Team Basketball, Team USA Basketball. Uh, back in action. They uh, might not be dead after all, but we're going to have to talk about that a little bit more in depth. And then we got plenty of other stuff to cover from the world of sports and sports gambling Mm -hmm. in today's Rants and Reactions. So stick around for the second half of the show. And then as always, because you guys give us your time, your following, your support, I want to repay that to you on every single episode. So as always, the end of the show is going to be my Motivation Minutes. And I have something very, very special to bring you guys today. I have a message on fear, but not like you're uh, probably thinking. And uh, this is actually something, a, a speech of sorts, rather, that I hope to bring to masses of people one day. And uh, if you're part of the loyal TTL following and enjoy Colts Motivation Minutes, you are one of the select few people that are getting the first access to this speech to the public that I've had in the back pocket since 2016 so i'm very excited to bring this to you guys today five years in the making so stick around for the very end of today's show it's going to be a heavy hitter and a little bit more of a long one today's motivation minutes from me at the very end of episode number 80 but it is time to get in to the big 8-0 and stop all the banter cut all the drama hush with all the nonsense that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get you Come to the TTL podcast for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, going to look a little bit more similar to our day-to-day show, even though it's not a similar slate or anything we see. As always, we're going to kick things off with segment number one, the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Armax best bets, and then my best bets. Then we'll let you guys know what the TTL crew's best bet of the day, the lock of the century, is here on this beautiful July 14th, 2021 for Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Then we'll toss them all up on the screen for you and give you every single best bet of the day and the opportunity to hammer them in on your favorite sports book. So without further ado, Let's get into the first half of today's show in the first segment. Within that first half, ladies and gentlemen, 
it is about time to get some stone cold hammering picks. It's time for our Max Best Bets of the Let's day. Go. He is going all over the place. We had a little bit of a discrepancy before the show with what uh, one of his bets were going to be. So uh, we have an additional bet as well that I'll tell you about that, ah. we, that we both like that we'll go ahead and take <laughs> either way. Wasn't going to be one of the plays, but it sure is, it is now. now. However, ladies and gentlemen... I still love all five of his plays. I know he's got some solid analysis to drop down because as you know, as well as I know, he's the NBA guy here at the TTL pod. So without further ado, one, two, three, four, five picks coming right up. Get out those sports books. Get ready to smash them in. And without further ado, as always, partner, you have the floor. All righty. I appreciate it. So five plays coming out of me today. Got a couple of quarter props and three NBA player props. Obviously, it's NBA. I have three player props is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, first play is going to come out of the second quarter of this game, and I am going to the Milwaukee Bucks second quarter money line. At home in the playoffs this year, they are 7-2 and two in the second quarter with a couple of blowouts there mixed in. So they have really come out strong in this one and hold the lead throughout the entire quarter. It's been one of their better defensive quarters of the uh, for them in the postseason, especially obviously here in these finals. Um, even in the uh, two losses, they still handled business uh, pretty well in the second quarter. So I really like them to, uh, you know, it's not been a high, high-scoring offensive quarter for them. Them. They have taken care of business, but it really is the defense that turns up there in the second quarter. A lot of time you get that, uh, you know, Devin Booker, Chris Paul sitting on the bench for the first handful of minutes, and then the Bucks kind of inch of, inch away by a handful of points. And then, like I said, they just hold down to that lead. Uh, so I'm going to keep it short on that one. But my first play is going to be Bucks second quarter money line. Absolutely. I think this game plays out very similar to mm -hmm. what we saw in game three. Uh, tight first quarter, and then the Bucks uh, take much, much needed control yeah. uh, in the second quarter. That's actually a little bit of analysis into one of my best bets mm -hmm. of the day. But you hear his first. You got it. Bucks, second quarter money line. Sir, second best bet of the day, if you could be so kind. All right, this one might be my favorite of the day. So this is going to be the third quarter. And as much as I said the Bucks come out on defense in the third quarter, their offense comes out scorching in the third quarter i am taking the over 56 in this one and i like both teams to come out hot on offense actually the third quarter in this series doesn't matter if it's in phoenix or milwaukee this third quarter over has been the play 69 65 and 62 have been the total in all three and obviously you can say that that's gone down a little bit uh, but i don't think it's going to go down far enough under 56 that this won't be a nice play uh, the bucks won quarter three in both road games actually so even in the two games that they lost this was a very key quarter for them to get back into the game and even in uh, game three in milwaukee they actually lost that quarter 27 to 35 uh, so it's been a really nice quarter for the suns uh, this last one still not a bad quarter by any means offensively for the Bucks, but I think they come out uh, even stronger. I think they win this quarter, but I really like that over because both teams have come out very nicely out of that halftime uh, half break. So I really like this one to uh, once again go over 60 uh, on my side. If I can get a nice little alternate line, I would even take that action at some plus money, but I think the safe play here is the over in this one partner. 
Um, yes, sir. I am writing it with you. This is where the discrepancy would have been found. Now, when I hear your analysis, I'm even more wondering how it happened because majority of it was the Bucks coming out scorching hot in the second quarter and absolutely destroying the Suns here recently in the second quarter. So what I had thought Mr. Magnuson was going to be hammering in was the Bucks third quarter money line. Sounds pretty, pretty apparent there. However, he is going with the third quarter over 55 and a half or 56, which is ever on your favorite sports book. Mm-hmm. So either way, I discrepancy like handled. No problems <laughs> here at the TTL pod. We are set and ready to rock yeah. and roll. You got two bets coming now for the price of one. So our mag second best bet of the day. One more time. Third quarter total points over 55 and a half or 56, whatever it's at on your sports book right now. Partner, keep this show moving along with your third best bet of the day, sir. All right, final three here. I mentioned I've got three player props. First one, I've got a couple lower scoring guys here. Uh, first one is going to be Pat Connaughton, over seven and a half points. He has gone over that number in five straight games going back to the conference finals. And his minutes have actually increased each series in the playoffs. He is up to 30.7 minutes per game here in the finals. And I think that continues tonight. I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, because another guy, Bryn Forbes, who was getting, getting a good chunk of those minutes earlier on against Miami and uh, and the Nets, uh, he's obviously faded into the black on the opposite way. Uh, he's shooting 48% from three in the finals. I think he gets at least 10 again, uh, at least to 10 tonight. I think he pours in at least a couple of threes. And then uh, if he doesn't hit three threes, I like him to hit at least two threees and then a nice, uh, you know, nice layup or two or a couple of free throws. I really like, uh, you know, I we've kind of criticized him a little bit because he's not quite the guy that they need for this finals. But given the minutes that he is getting and given, I mean, he's not shooting 10 threes a game, but he's doing enough and he's hitting it at a nice enough clip that I really like this over seven and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes way over. He could be, he could be in for a big game because he's kind of been, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, just going over this total here. So wouldn't surprise me if he has a nice four three pointer game in this one partner. But I do like seven and a half. No problem. I agree with you. I think this point total is way too low for how many minutes Kanaten has been getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you are spot on with all of your analysis. And I actually have also another guy who I think is an X factor, much like Mr. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think these guys are going to be X factors here today. And I actually have a prop on a similar guy here today within the Milwaukee Bucks uh, lineup who has a very, very small point total. I think those two guys are going to be key. Definitely uh, Connaughton being number one. And uh, you'll just have to wait to my picks to uh, find out who number two is going to sure. be. But there you go. Best bet number three coming from our mags. You got Pat Connaughton over seven and a half points. Moving right along into number one, two, three, four. What do you got today, sir? All right. So briefly going over to a Suns player before we head back to the Milwaukee Bucks. I like Jay Crowder to stay over ten and a half points in this game. And another guy who has uh, not quite exponentially like Pat Connaughton, but his minutes have increased here in the finals. He's up to 34.3 minutes per game here in the finals. And again, I don't see any reason why that would stop because he has been heating up from three in this series. He is nine for 12 over his last two games. He was six for seven at game three. Now, I don't see him, uh, you know, having that 
high of a performance again in this one, but I really love him to go over 10.5 and, and pour in another few threes here. Another re uh, big reason that I like this is because the Bucks are, uh, they seem to be fine with him being the one that takes care of them and beats them on the offensive end. They have other guys that they're focused on that they want to beat. That was evident in game three. Uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Michael Bridges, uh, and so I really like Jay Crowder to have another game where he's getting a lot of open looks. And uh, like I said, is he going to go six for seven from three again? I don't think so. But I think he's going to have plenty enough open looks and he's shooting it well enough to where, you know, I think he puts in at least three threes. And if it's only three threes, I think it's got more than enough time to ha handle another layup or a free throw, much like Pat Connaughton. Uh, but again, wouldn't surprise me if he has another four plus three game and takes care of this one easy. So over ten and a half doesn't seem like a sweat to me, partner. No, I don't think so either. Uh, this was actually a bet that I took at a game three mm -hmm. uh, that I think has just the exact same value, if not more value right. in this matchup here today. So once again, uh, Armag's fourth best bet of the day that I am also on have already hammered in his first three now his fourth you got james crowder mm -hmm. jay oh, crowder jay crowder I, I don't know why i said jay james jay crowder over 10 and a half points mm -hmm. now you got one two three and four sir please be so kind drop it on down wrap up your half of the first segment the fifth best bet coming from our mags today is now live. Alrighty, so I said I'm going back to the Bucks, and this is one that my partner is also with me on as well. Going to the man Chris Middleton to finally show up and go over 24 and a half. This man, not only is he due, and obviously that's not my only analysis for that, him being due. Uh, the reason he's due is that he's done this all playoffs long and seemingly all season long where you have two lower scoring games for him. He typically goes off in that next game, especially in his home building. Um, and I think a lot more of the focus for the Suns, I mean, it has to be, is going to be on Giannis, whether or not that's going to be uh, viable for them, whether or not they're going to be able to slow him down. I don't know. Regardless, Chris Middleton should have more looks in this game, and I think he is going to be ready to show up. And remember that he is actually pretty damn good at basketball because it seems to be that he might have forgotten. Uh, but he did have, uh, you know, he's a little bit better in game three, somewhere around 18 points in game three but i really just think he's going to have a lot more looks a lot less looks where he's getting uh you know switches double teams that type of stuff so i think he handles this 24 and a half and he is going to be the x factor in my opinion for this bucks win partner i know you're with me but uh anything else to add there no i am uh all over that with you yeah. uh there's a lot of analysis you're going to hear from me that uh, i do believe mm -hmm. this is going to be one of those standout games for uh, chris middleton here today uh we talked about it on uh, monday's show i do believe kind of a cycle here for middleton and uh, i think he's about to hit the peak of that cycle yep. so yes i 150 percent am also on the uh chris middleton over 24 and a half points with you here today my friend all righty so there you go r max Five best bets of the day. The first half of the first segment of today's show, episode number 80. Beautiful Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Partner, anything else you need to drop down, lay down before I keep this show steaming? on down the tracks no go ahead but a little teaser into the ransom reaction uh we got some interesting nfl news i don't want to say it right now but uh oh boy 50, teaser. 57 days until the best time of the year returns ladies and gentlemen i got some stuff to talk about as well uh we're gonna have one hell of an nfl season let me tell you that i got access to some solid solid stuff 436 pages of analysis, trends, breakdowns, and everything in between. 
Save that for the ransom reactions. Want to talk a lot about that, but we got to keep it yeah, moving. We got to keep, keep it going. Keep it we'll moving. talk about it here in a minute. Don't excited. get us stuck on the NFL. We'll be there soon. <laughs> moving right along for the first half of today's show, the second half of the first segment. Hope you're able to follow along all in that pattern. Hope you're understanding where we're at within the show now. If you don't, either way, we're still moving along into my best bets of the day. Now, told you. I also have five best bets coming mm-hmm. at you. I am not going to waste any time. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm not going to delay. Look here. You guys need more winners. You already got five locked in and hopefully hammered home in your favorite sports book. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to get those sports books back out. I hope you didn't close them because you got five more to hammer in now. So as you hammer them in, as I lay them down, get ready to lock them home because here we go. We ain't stopping. First best bet of the day coming from me. I am going to the first half spread, and I am taking the Milwaukee Bucks minus two and a half on the first half spread. A couple of very few key concise reasons as to why I love this. Number one, they covered this number by more than enough points by double digits mm-hmm. digits on uh, Sunday's game in game three. Mike Budenholzer is 67-49-4 and four ATS in the first half as a home favorite in his career for Milwaukee. And this year, he is 28-12-2 ATS in the first half at home as a favorite so far. This has been a very key trend for him. I love him to stick to it. I love the Bucks to come out hot early said a little bit ago i think this first quarter is going to be real tight and then that second quarter the bucks are going to blow it wide open once again and go into halftime with a double digit lead maybe a single digit lead but definitely in the high single digits if nonetheless not a whole lot else uh into this i absolutely love this play uh backing it here again uh kind of curtailing off of some of my partner's analysis with uh his first few plays there in the uh second quarter Mm -hmm. money line absolutely love it here so my first best bet of the day taking the milwaukee bucks first half spread minus two and a half i love it man can't add too much more obviously uh yeah as we mentioned we expect it to be a close game in the first quarter and uh yeah i don't know how big of a lead the bucks will jump out to in the second quarter but i think it'll be at least a five point second quarter win which should be plenty enough for uh you know both mine and your place absolutely absolutely i think they cover that number no problem so there you go my first best bet of the day. Moving in to my second best bet of the day, I am going to the full game total, Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I am seeing the total currently at 220 and a half, whatever it is on your current book. I don't know. Either way, we are taking under 220 and a half for the full game total here today between the Suns and Bucks. Another one here that uh, is just clear, concise, and simple. The books do not do this, ladies and gentlemen. The total was set at 220 for Sunday's game, game three, and it pushed at 220. They have now gave you an additional hook, 220 and a half. They are begging you to take the over. You can look through trend after trend as to why you should take this over here today. And there are a lot of 6-0s, 7-0s, 8-0s, 7-0s that you will find out there. I have found within my handicapping career that those key numbers are typically when trends tend to end. Mm -hmm. I believe that's going to be one of those here today, but I do have some key, key trends that I think you guys should take note of and as to why I'm taking the under 220 and a half here today. The total has gone over twice and pushed once in the three games. So naturally, 
the logically next place that I feel this game going is a tightly contested affair under with the Bucks getting the victory here today. Some key trends as to why I also believe that the under is 5-2-1 and one in the last eight meetings between these two teams in Milwaukee. Phoenix is 8-5-1 to the under as an away dog on the season. Phoenix is 9-8-2 to the under in the playoffs. Milwaukee is 10-8-2 to the under in the playoffs. Milwaukee is 5-3-1 to the under at home in the playoffs. And Phoenix is 5-3-1 to the under on the road in the playoffs so far. I love this total to stay way, way under. Maybe not way under. We might only get it by two or three points. That's fine by me. My partner gets a little sweaty around those hours of the night in the basketball game in the late minutes of the fourth quarter, but I stand firm and stand pat. I believe this one's going to go under plenty. So my second best bet of the day, under 220 and a half for the game total, Suns versus Bucks. Yeah, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. I will be riding this one with you, no problem, but... uh yeah, these totals uh, in the finals have been uh, very close, but uh, yeah, you're not wrong. These, uh, as far as a handicapping perspective, it uh, it is the it is the correct play. Mm-hmm. And with me not being the biggest fan of the NBA and more of a handicapper, that's why I don't sweat these bad boys out too much. Because sometimes the you get the fan side of you, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely electric. So mm-hmm. I I totally understand. They can get a little sweaty, but. We'll be all right, I promise. Yeah, but the one thing that I will add is that uh, we haven't really mentioned it too much. Uh, I think the aside from maybe the second quarter, but I think uh, the Bucks' defense is going to be the biggest factor as far as that play is concerned. And I think it's going to be uh, even better, maybe not even better than it was, uh, you know, in Game Three. Maybe more of a spread out performance from him as opposed to the second half defense. But uh, sure. yeah, I think they'll take care of it. All right. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got both of our analysis on the total there today. My third best bet of the day. It's time to get into a couple of player props Mm -hmm. and then also a player performance double. So my first best bet uh, for the prop side, my third best bet of the day, I am taking Giannis Antetokounmpo under. 53 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Another real clear and concise one that I am seeing a lot of value on here today. He's had two big back-to-back games, so the natural thought that you're going to have is that he is going to come right back out and do the exact same thing. Me and my partner have been talking about it a lot, and I think today is going to be the Chris Middleton show. I don't think this is going to be the Giannis show. I don't want to say that Giannis is going to take a back seat, but he's going to have a lot of much-needed quote-unquote rest when he's on the court and be able to really move around on the floor and allow Chris to really sink home some buckets tonight. I think, honestly, Chris Middleton is going to be the X factor, and I think you're going to see a huge game from him today. Now, as for this point total, in the playoffs at the 53.5, Giannis has gone 4-2 and two to the under with this specific total, and he has gone 4-3 and three to the under in seven playoff home games with this specific total. So, once again, I don't think he's going to take a complete backseat in no. this game, but I don't think we're going to see, we might see right around uh, high 20s, low 30s in points, um, low, low total in rebounds, and then a low total in assists. Uh, once again, might get a little sweaty, you might get around 47, 48 49 but still that looks like it's under to me yeah i mean he can still have a hell of a game and stay under and this. stay way under <laughs> yeah, no 53 kidding. and a half i know i know it seems like it's easy to hit that but it's it's really not he yeah. can have a hell of a game and still he's gonna stay have to go all, it's gonna be have to be a similar performance yeah, that we he, saw would, he would have to drop north of 40 right either high 30s or north of 40s or have a ridiculous rebound game yeah and and i just don't see that happening today uh and you can hear he don't see it happening today either so there you go my third best bet of the day Giannis under 
53.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Moving right along, fourth best bet of the day. My second player prop on today's board told you just briefly that I'd be taking somebody like this. This man that I'm about to tell you about, I believe, is the other X factor for this Milwaukee Bucks offense. Trying to throw out my crazy <laughs> not, uh <laughs> Not even... Uh, I just I believe that he, that he's just going to be real real big here today. Mm-hmm. So let me continue and tell you. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you threw me all the way the fuck off guard I there. Crazy guys. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I am taking Bobby Portis point total over six and a half. Yeah, that's right. Bobby Portis is only projected at uh, damn near every book for six and a half points right now, and I think that is way too low he has stepped up in the playoffs they are giving him more time he knows his role in the NBA now and he knows when he's on the court he has to make the most of his minutes however you know I just don't always go in blind gotta have some key trends here that I'm looking at and there are some really key ones that are in our favor he Bobby Portis on this specific number is three and two to the over in his last five playoff games overall, but he's four and zero oh to the over on this number in his last four home playoff games, and he scored at least eight points in all of those home playoff games. I believe that he is going to be one of the supporting cast members that really needs to step up here today. I think that six and a half is way, 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 way too low. Mm-hmm. I, I think at a bare minimum, he drops 10 here tonight. I think uh, he comes out and uh, continues on. It seems that that Bucks uh, fan base just really gets him fired yeah. up. He plays at such a different level when he is at home. Not to mention the Bucks play at a different level when he's on the court and Giannis is on the court. They have a 121.3 offensive efficiency rating, an 85.4 defensive efficiency rating, and a plus 35.9 net rating with Bobby Portis and Giannis on the court. So I like them to just continue to roll here. I think that he um, actually gets back to a little bit of uh, sinking the three ball too. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been taking so many shots from behind the arc and Bobby Portis is 47.1% from behind the arc uh, in the NBA season so far. So I like him to uh, tick up those numbers, take a few extra three ball shots, maybe send two home, and then we only need one free throw and we hit the doggone over. So seems very, very easy for me to cover. Uh, You typically don't like to see that or think that with a particular bet, but he's covered this number no problem at home. And I think he does once again here today as uh, one of the X factors in the game tonight. Yeah, I love this one with you, my man. The only thing I would add to that is that the Suns are uh, losing some depth in the paint as far as defensively. Uh, You know, they've lost Dario Saric. And the big thing, not so much losing Sarge, but you saw it in Game 3, and maybe they don't throw something else out there, but Frank Kaminsky was a revolving door in mm-hmm. Game 3. So I'm not sure if maybe they're forced to throw him in there again in Game 4. Maybe they'll try somebody else. I don't know, but I love Bobby Portis to have. Like you said, I think he goes double digits in this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of the Chris Middleton and Bobby Portis show, if I do say yeah, so myself. Yeah. I think the uh, energy of this game is going to flow through both of those guys here today. Mm-hmm. So, hey man, I am all over Bobby Portis. So let's rock and roll there, and let's wrap up my best bets of the day. Now, this one is more a sprinkle, but I think it is worth a look, and it was worth one unit play to me. My fifth and final best bet, I am taking a player performance double. I am taking Chris Middleton, three plus threes, and Milwaukee Bucks to win. Now, Middleton has made three plus and three out of his last five overall, 
And on the season, he's actually shooting 41.4% from behind the arc. Mm -hmm. However, you look in these playoffs, and he's only shooting 34.2% from three-point range. So the only logical conclusion, and I love it today, is he is going to progress or positively regress to the mean. I absolutely love him to sink home three with no problem here today we keep telling you this is going to be the chris middleton show here tonight i think at least he gets 12 15 points from behind the arc he drops him four or five Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be one of those game for him and uh it's an opportunity for him to really show out in front of the home fans in front of uh, a lot of people throwing some mess on his name over the last few games i think we see him hit this no problem the Bucks get the win, no problem. And we see Chris Middleton in the post-game interview talking about yeah. how he did this, no problem. So there you go. My fifth and final best bet. If you got anything to add, partner, Chris Middleton, three plus threes in a Milwaukee Bucks win, player performance double. Yeah, I love this one as well. Not to mention, man, if he has a poor performance and they lose this game and go down three to one, his future in Milwaukee is in fucking jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. And I mean, I know the fans love him. Giannis loves him. But uh, if, like I said, if they, he loses game, they lose this game and it looks like it might be because of him they're gonna have to reconsider the construction of this lineup around Giannis so big time I don't think he has any choice I don't think he does either so uh all signs leading to KM Mm -hmm. taking off tonight uh Air KM about to take flight ladies and gentlemen so uh there you go there you have it my five best bets of the day and now all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day our personal plays we are taking whichever ones out of those 10 that you feel so inclined to ride with hopefully all 10 because we are riding all 10 we'll see you at the pay window once those bad boys start cashing here this evening however wrapping up the first segment of today's episode episode number 80 on this beautiful july 14th 2021 in case you had forgotten we told you at the top of the show We had a bet we're so confident in that we had to make it the TTL crew's best bet of the day today. So without further ado, I'm going to let you know what the play is. I'm going to let my partner start delving out some straight up facts about why we're taking this play. And then I might piggyback behind him just a little bit with some more analysis and trends that I think are key and worth mentioning. And then once we complete all that jazz, we'll flash all of the best bets of the day up on the screen. So... Get out those sports books, get ready to hammer them in, but before you do all of that nonsense, listen up for the TTL Crew's best bet of the day coming out of the NBA Finals Game 4 tonight. Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix Suns, we are taking the Milwaukee Bucks minus four and a half. This is uh, all but the Bucks game to lose. I believe they come out extremely hot. Stay rolling through the third, rolling through the fourth. But partner, I know you got plenty to lay down about why we're taking the spread at minus four and a half here today. So without further ado, why don't you go on and get on after it? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like, uh, what did I say yesterday? I already forgot the (laughs) repeating jukebox. (laughs) Repeating jukebox. (laughs) But uh, I mean, all of the plays that we already mentioned, uh, yeah, Broken record. Yeah. Yesterday's show. If you missed yesterday's show, go give it a listen. Uh, We are now utilizing, uh, we are a repeating jukebox (laughs) at the TTL pod. No broken broken records here. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know how much I can lay down beyond what we have already said because all of our plays encompass into this play kind of as far as the analysis goes. 
like we said, first quarter, I think it comes out nice and tight here. Mm -hmm. uh, if not, the Bucks coming out storming hot. Who knows? But uh, we think it's going to be tight there. And then uh, the Bucks defense tightens up in the second quarter, and their offense kind of cruises right along into a nice first or second quarter, first half win. And then the offense in the third quarter just comes out scorching hot. And uh, yeah, I and I know you have some more of a handicapping perspective on this that you'll lay down, but uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout like we saw in the second half necessarily at Game Three, but. I honestly see, uh, you know, close to a 10-point win here for the Bucks. Chris Middleton having himself a game. I think we see a little bit more, uh, kind of what we mentioned, Bobby Portis, Pat Connaughton, role player type, uh, pouring it in here. Drew Holiday, I think he will have a nice game. He should be very good on the defensive end. We haven't mentioned sure. him at all. A lot no, of his, actually, yeah. A lot, of his props, a lot of his props, in my opinion, were kind of spot on, kind of toss-ups, honestly. Yeah. So we stay I away agree. from that. Uh, but I think he's going to be huge on the defensive end, give Devin Booker, Chris Paul, some more problems. Uh, Devin Booker was bad in Game 3. I don't know it'll be bad like that in game four not saying he's going to be uh but i don't think he's going to put in a performance him or chris paul like we saw in game one or two in phoenix so all in all i like uh we like these bucks to storm these books and cover that minus four and a half with uh you know little to uh no ease yeah or a little uh, too little to no sweat yeah little to no sweat a Sorry. lot of ease a lot of, a lot ease, of ease involved yeah. in this uh here today <laughs> there's going to be no sweat on our behalf uh yeah partner said uh got a little bit of a uh, handicapping side to this i do have um something that i was able to find that i was actually really surprised about when okay. i did uh this number uh has been really really key for this milwaukee bucks mm -hmm. team in the playoffs so far not only the minus four and a half that has been key in and of itself but you you can even go into minus four all the way to minus five and a half and if you look at those numbers when it is a it is at that number the spread is set at that number so far this year and or in the playoffs rather and the bucks are the favorite the bucks are six and one ats mm. to that number so far in the playoffs it has been incredibly key they are nowhere near that ats in the playoffs so right. far this season they have struggled a little bit ats wise but here today this is just too good of a number to pass up. Once again, I think they kept it at four, four and a half, just to have everybody run to Phoenix right. once again to keep this tight. I think you're going to see a very, very similar script. Just because we saw a similar script in game one and two in Phoenix, right. I think it just plays out the same. It's going to be a tight opening first quarter. Bucks are going to lay down the hammer in the second. We're going to have a huge scoring third quarter, and it's going to be a little bit back and forth once again. And then Giannis will come back at the end of the third and into the fourth, and then they will really lay the hammer down and cover this number without any problem. I see at least a five six point cover here over the four and a half no problem if we don't reach a double digit cover again yeah i i can't add more can't more anything more to than it. that so there you go ladies and gentlemen <laughs> wasn't ready to throw it so i know i threw it right at you out of nowhere uh there you go ladies and gentlemen the ttl cruise best bet of the day all right no more delaying no more hesitation no more stopping you guys have been dying for it so it's time to bring them to you without further ado for the first time live on your screen on this beautiful wednesday of bets adjust my microphone and get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Sportsbooks out. Eyes wide open. Bobby Porter style. Ready to ingest these plays. The TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day for Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Episode number 80. 
are live on your screen. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I crack myself up sometimes. <laughs> on top here, left portion of your screen, as always, you have our mags picks today. He's got five coming at you. He's got the third quarter total over 56 or 55 and a half, whatever you're finding it at on your current book. And in addition that we both like, we are taking the Bucks money line in the third quarter. He also has the Bucks second quarter money line. For his player prop favorite best bets of the day, he is taking Pat Connaughton over seven and a half points, Jay Crowder over 10 and a half points, and Chris Middleton over 24 and a half points. As for me, on the right side of your screen, I got five more coming at you. We're taking the Bucks first half minus two and a half, the under game total of 220 and a half. And for the player props, we're taking Giannis under 53 and a half points, rebounds and assist. Bobby Portis over six and a half points and Chris Middleton three plus threes and a Milwaukee victory. There you go, the TTL Crew's 10 best bets of the day for our personal side of things. And then all below that, right down there in the corner, coming to you live from the beautiful Pfizer Forum, where we will be live in a few short weeks as the TTL Crew will let you know what we're going to be doing there in some coming weeks. But not for now, the TTL Crew's best bet of the day, Milwaukee Bucks, minus four and a half. Hammer them in, lock them home, sprinkle a little bit of cheddar cheese down, whatever you need to say. Hey, just make sure you get the TTL Crew's best bets of the day in at whatever the current line is on your favorite sports book. Woke Matilda up with that yours. She might be coming live and in prime time or might be going no right back to sleep. Who knows? It's kitty nap time. However, there you go. There you have it. Today's best bets of the day, ladies and gentlemen. So that does it. That really does it. For the first half of the show, for the most part, uh, if you're about to skate on out of here because you're one of the kind degenerates that just stops by for the best bets, analysis, trends, everything in between of all that jazz, uh, before you go, a couple of quick updates. We have one MLB game tomorrow. We have the Yankees versus the Red Sox. It is played in the Bronx. Uh, Bronx Bombers are playing in Yankee Stadium. I uh, haven't really looked too deep into it. I'm still not going to have 20 bets on it uh, yeah. every single inning. Yeah, I'm not yeah. certain uh, if, um, <laughs> if the pitcher matchups have been announced. Those Last two teams have been very, very tricky. The yeah, Red Sox uh, caught fire here at the end of the first half of the MLB season, and the Yankees were starting to trend down. So do we see the same? Do we see a little bit of difference? So we'll see uh, what all we've got uh, coming out for tomorrow's show. We'll let you guys know. We'll have it uh, obviously live in prime time. We'll let you guys know what's happening. Read the description, check the title, make sure you stay tuned to our social media. We'll let you know everything happening there. And then uh, we might have a little live watch along. Obviously mm -hmm. the uh, British open happening tomorrow during the show with it being in uh, England. It is going to be obviously in, uh, or yeah, I think it's in England. I'm not too I, certain. I, I, I uh, even, either yeah, way, there. either way, it's on the opposite side of the pond, so it's on the opposite side Oops. of the moon. Oh. Uh, when that is, it is going on in prime time. Is when we are all happily tucked underneath the yep. covers, having some much needed Z's. So when they are wrapping up uh, midway through or almost to the end of their rounds, we'll be live in prime time is on it? the show. So we'll have a little bit of a live watch along as well tomorrow, and then through the rest of the week. And then Friday, 
MLB season resumes in full fucking force, yep. ladies and gentlemen. 16 games on the slate. Man, going from uh, four days of no games, and then I pulled that up yesterday, and I saw that, and I was like, Damn, you're right in the ass. Okay, here we go. Back to it, ladies and gentlemen. Ready to rock and roll. So uh, we'll have all of that going on on Friday. Well, obviously, it'll probably be, well, not probably. It'll be back to show as usual, Perfect. our best bets of the day, the special play of the day, uh, money line dice roll, all that good stuff. You know how we do it here at the yeah. TTL pod. Uh, also, Friday, don't forget the second half of the show, kicking off the ransom reactions. We will have UFC fight night. 26 or 27 i believe it's 27 either way we're breaking down the full card giving you our straight plays our prop plays and the main card parlay so make sure you you uh if nonetheless come on by for the end of uh, friday's show so you can get some ufc analysis that you're not going to find anywhere else or very rarely find at all uh going to i know i made a promise to you guys a while back ago excuse me goodness gracious that i uh would start diving deep into the UFC and other promotions, stuff like that. I have kept that promise, and I'm going to dive even deeper. Uh, the blogs are coming out very soon, mm-hmm. so uh, going to have some potential, not potential, there are going to be some UFC blogs. There are going to be some uh, just general MMA blogs. There might be even some blogs about Colts MMA past. Who knows? Mm. Maybe you'll learn a little bit about my <laughs> past in MMA and why I'm so doggone passionate about it. I thought you were going to say blogs, analyzing your blogs or something like that. No, I was sir. Like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> sir. Not 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 at all anywhere okay. where I was going no, with no, that. No, no. But uh, good stuff. yeah, good stuff. quite possibly. We'll see what happens either way. That is another uh, little sneak peek quickly. Yeah, too. You guys might not hear about this if you don't stick around for the second half of the show. The Talking the Line Sports Media website is very, very, very close to production. Um, this week, not having a whole bunch of games and everything going on has really opened up a lot of a time for us to have uh, to work on a lot of this back end stuff, and it has gone a lot quicker than uh, than I had originally anticipated. So, uh, no promises, but you might be seeing that website a little sooner mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. later. So. Uh, and boy, oh boy, do we got plenty of stuff on there for you guys to dive into right off the bat. Trust me, believe you me, it is going to be one central location for the brand that you now have known and come to love as Talking the Line Sports Media. So that's about all I had on uh, that end. Just want to let you guys know kind of what we're uh, what we're thinking betting-wise for the rest of the week here. Uh, as always, if you are headed out of here, you're just one of the kind, degenerate folks that uh, stops by for all those best bets and analysis, and you are hitting the bricks, have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday unless you have other plans. Uh, thank you once again for stopping by today's show, the Big 8-0, episode number 80, the TTL Pod. And uh, hey, don't stay away too long now. We need your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time. So uh, mosey on around the corner after this evening for uh, episode number 81, prompt tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, live right here on this screen that you are currently watching on. And we'll be watching some British Open yeah, play right alongside live watch along. So it should be a fun, special episode. Make sure you come back for tomorrow. But for now, peace and love. Have a great rest of your day. As for the rest of you, sticking around for the second half of today's show, I suggest you uh, go put the kids in the other room. If you're uh, at work and you ain't got the pleasure of working remote, 
you might want to turn the volume down a little bit because we're about to get hot. Mm -hmm. The takes are about to fly. And we are about to get into the juiciest of the juicy banter that we could possibly find on this beautiful Wednesday, July 14th, 2021, in case you had forgotten since the last 10 minutes I told you the date. It is now time for the second half of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, strap in, drop it down into first gear, kick it on back a little bit, and let's talk just a little bit of shit in today's rants and reactions here we are ladies and gentlemen we are live and prime time it's time for the second half of today's show partner how you doing over there today pal how you feeling how you looking how you moving no you told us a little bit at the top of the show but refresh our memories what's going on how you feeling uh all-star game last night yep. went pretty well yep uh any uh anything major outstanding outside of that stick out in your head uh from the evening since we last saw you no sir i am uh what i laid down is what you get but uh i just get too excited for the upcoming slate after we lay down our full slate of picks and i just want to get to watching it and uh you know seeing if what we lay down comes out to fruition because uh, it feels pretty damn good when it does. But, uh, you know, even when it doesn't, we still... Uh, well, still... we got about uh, uh, eight hours. Nine hours. Eight, eight nine hours. hours we got here. So, uh, hey, we'll pass about another half hour, 45 mm-hmm. minutes, maybe an hour or so of that. So we, uh, we can all pass the time together here. So <laughs> why not... Let's dive into it. All righty. Uh, kick things off. First things first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we wanted uh, we we wanted to spend most of the first half just all NBA. Give you everything there. Um, a lot a lot of people aren't as into betting golf as they are into sure. betting the NBA. But we wanted eh, to be for sure some majors though. Eh, for some majors, for some that's majors. for sure. Uh, but for those of you who do want some of those PGA picks, those British Open major picks, you're in luck. Because we got some analysis and a little bit of uh, action for you to lay down. So, uh, first things first, let's just uh, let's just chat a little bit here about what we got uh, coming up. We so pull in, we pulling a few all nighters here the next few days. No sleep for the next four days. Boy, oh boy! I mean, I'm thinking. I you know I pulled it up um, yesterday and it just wasn't making sense in my mind. Thursday at 12:35 a.m. Thursday 12:35 <laughs> yeah. a.m. Like I just could not process. Right. I couldn't. I just couldn't figure it out. I don't know why I couldn't figure it out. And then you came here today and you were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna be dead asleep when it's going on." I'm like, mm-hmm. "What are you talking about?" And then 12. 35 a.m. clicked in my head and I was like oh shit it's going to be tonight but tomorrow morning holy hell it's always a weird uh like swing for me on especially at least on like the Friday nights and Saturday nights it's like okay do I stay up late as fuck and watch these or do I sleep early and wake up crazy early like five o'clock in the morning and watch as much action as possible yeah I feel like in college I would stay up as late as I could, but then it kind of backfired on the uh, on the back end. But hey, that is for sure. We'll see. We'll see whatever happens. Either way, um, we will definitely be watching it live on prime time. We'll have it on the uh, side screen here on mm-hmm. uh, on the tube, the boob tube. Uh, so we'll make sure to have that. We'll have some live reaction stuff going on. So hopefully there's some good action happening. Um, but hey, let's uh, let's not waste any time. You guys want some picks? You want some value? You want to know where our heads at? Where we're seeing it? Well, hey. I'll kick things off. I'll tell you. Go ahead. Uh, got a couple outright winners I mm-hmm. think you should take a look at. Um, I have, might be a little bit surprising because he is a little bit longer and he's nowhere near the favorite list, Justin Thomas at plus 1,800. Uh, played incredibly well uh, last week and has played 
really, really well over the course yep. of the past few weeks, honestly. Uh, the one thing, he just needs to get that putter working again. Yep. Uh, if he can get that son of a bitch hot, hey, watch out for JT. Yeah, man. And honestly, um, I, I believe it was either this event or the event before last year uh, where he just got super, super, super hot. Yeah. And it was the streak where he was just letting him go on Sundays. Mm -hmm. I think he's really matured as a player. Yeah. I think he's been able to get that out of his system. And, you know, hey. If he comes out like he traditionally has been and he can hold that through Sunday, I think that JT's got a serious shot to get this bad boy. Yeah, I would say so, man. I mean, he's typically, especially if you see him kind of lurking around the top 10 and some other tournaments leading up to a major, a lot of times when that happens, he, uh, you know, similar fashion in the next one. And, uh, and like you said, I think this could be the one where he goes over the top. Sure. So there you go, my first outright winner. Uh, my second outright winner that um, is a little bit of a long shot, but not that much, I, I don't, don't think. think. So. I am actually uh, going to sprinkle a little bit on Louis Ustazen at plus 3,000 for outright winner. Now, he is traditionally sneaky in these big events. Uh, he finds himself in playoff battles more I'm than kidding. any other player in PGA history. And more often than not, they do fall in his favor. Um, however... The reason why I'm thinking this is he's actually been off for a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. had some time to rest up, and you know he's had this date circled on his calendar. So if he can be classic Louie, if he can do what he typically does, and much like JT, hold that all the way through Sunday, I think he's got a doggone good shot. And I think those are those are two guys, those are my two outright bets, and I think those are two guys that everybody's really looking past right now and I think have a serious, serious shot to win this tournament. Yeah, certainly, Louie. I mean, uh, another reminder, especially for golf, to do your price checking, because even because I had some that I liked better, or I had better prices on FanDuel than mine are, uh, but yours that you just laid down, you said plus 1,800 for JT. I imagine that's on FanDuel. He's plus 2,000 on DraftKings. However, uh, what'd you say what Louie was for you? 3K? 3,000? Uh, where did he go? He is uh, plus 2,500 on DraftKings. So okay. a little bit better for JT on DraftKings, worse or better on FanDuel for Louis. So Yeah, so just a little bit of uh, something extra for you guys to think about there. But another couple of plays that I wanted to give you guys, just in case you weren't comfortable with the outright, uh, some people aren't. They don't get the juicy, the crazy, juicy eyes. They don't want to get wild. But hey, if you're not... I also love both of these guys to finish within the top five. Okay. Um, if you want a little bit more comfortable bet, you're getting Louie at plus 550 mm -hmm. and Justin Thomas at plus 490. Okay. So uh, out of those two, I would definitely say JT is more valuable, worth it. But I think Louie sneaks in the back door and gets him a, a top five finish for sure. Yeah, I love the uh, plus money on some of these top five and top tens. I mean, even, uh, you know, I love your top five for JT, but even if you're trying to be more conservative, you can still, at least where I'm seeing, plus 200 for top 10. I yep, mean, you can't really bad. go wrong with that if you love them. Perfect segue into my final two picks of the British Open. Uh, I love Matthew Fitzpatrick to finish top 10. You're getting that at plus 290. Uh, finished top three last week. Played extremely, extremely well. Uh, been a guy that has consistently added to his repertoire and got better over the course of season after season. And I think that we see him really show up here uh, finally for a major championship and at the very bare minimum get a top 10 finish. Mm -hmm. No question in my mind. Another guy who I think shows up here who I think is going a little bit under the radar who has also played really well when the big lights and bright stage comes on, Colin Morikawa. Okay. Top 10 finish for Colin Morikawa is at plus 290 as well. 
I think those are two under the radar guys have some serious value to squeak out a top 10 finish here today uh, when it comes, or not today, or just in, over weekend, the weekend. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's my two top 10 uh, picks. I also have uh, another one that we are both on that right. I'll let you talk about. Um, but that's kind of where my head's at as far as some of the value that I found for the uh, British Open here. All righty. So nice little segue. I'll lay down the one that we're both on here because I know we both love it. I believe I mentioned it uh, briefly yeah. on the pod yesterday. but yeah. uh, We've been talking about it for the last week and a half. Yeah. Damn near. What, uh, what was your price check on it? But I'll lay it down. Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut this weekend at plus 225 where I'm seeing it. Is that the same for you? I had to scroll like a son of a bitch, but yeah, plus, plus 225. 225. Okay. Yeah. So I love those odds. He is. Yeah, he shrug- don't worry. Don't Sorry. worry. He's there. You just got to scroll yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way down. Right, right, right. He is struggling last uh, right now. Missed the cut last event two weeks ago. Got outplayed by my man Aaron Rodgers in the match by an NFL quarterback. Clearly outplayed. I'm not even saying that because I'm a homer for my man Aaron Rodgers. He, he won that event. Outplayed. He won that event. In this event, uh, obviously this wasn't uh, where uh, I'm actually blanking on where this uh, event is this uh, weekend. But in the PGA, cha- uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in the British Open, historically missed the cut in 2019, uh, finished 51st in 2018, and missed the cut in 2017. And I did a little bit of research. So a couple of those years, he was playing well coming into the tournament. Now you got a guy who uh, has got a falling out with his caddy. He's uh, seemingly in his own head uh, from the media, from Brooks Kepka. It ain't no joke, man. He's got, he's got, he's in him, he's in his own head, and it's, uh, it's really holding him back. He's been struggling like crazy. He had a back and forth with a, uh, with a reporter yesterday, asking him why he doesn't yell four, and he got extremely defensive. Like if you actually, if you actually yell four, it's just like I'm not sure what you're talking about. I yell four, but he, he clapped back at him very hard. It's like that's a controversial thing. Like he's in his own head, man, and uh, I, I don't see him faring well at all there's these tournaments typically have ridiculous weather wind and all the like and uh even if he was playing well i don't think his game is suited for this and uh you know the books giving a plus 225 because he's a household name everybody loves him but uh he's struggling right now i would not put any money on him to be successful and i uh love to put some money down on him to be terrible on thursday and friday yeah, absolutely. I uh, I was trying to look up a few things. It actually is at the Royal St. George. There you go. Thank you. Um, so that's where the golf club there. And then I was trying to, while you were talking there too, I appreciate you deep diving into that. I was trying to find what his record is there at the Royal St. George, and I'm not sure that he has played there I don't know if he's there played there. Yeah, I looked back. It was 2010 or 11 that the uh, British Open was played at this one last time. They have it like 8 or 10 that they rotate through. So right. I don't uh, I don't believe that DeChambeau has played there. I could be wrong about that. But even in but all of these courses, uh, some of them are a little trickier than others, but for the most part, similar weather conditions, similar style of play, and uh, it just ain't meant for him. So love DeChambeau to miss the cut. Now, I got my two players that I like in this tournament here. Uh, I'll, I'll give a third one that I'm, I don't know if I'll take quite yet because uh, there was no winners that really jumped out to me. Uh, but top 10, I'm going to take Xander Shoffley at plus 190 where I saw it. Um, he has finished top 10 in two of the three majors this year and top 10 in six of the last eight majors dating back to 2019. Uh, so he's just a really solid South golfer, man. And, uh, I don't know if he's going to get over the hump in this one because he is chasing that elusive major, but 
it does appear that he uh, rises to the occasion at least for a top 10 finish in these types of tournaments. And uh, I see no difference in this one, partner. Are you liking Xander today or this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. He is in uh, my bet slip as we speak and uh, we'll probably get uh, locked in tonight right alongside everything I laid down for you guys. And then uh, in addition to the Bryson pick too. So yeah, I like Shoffley to uh, have a strong showing here. He has always been consistent, mm. uh, even as a young guy so far in the majors. Lights come on, he shows out. Right. Very similar to Matthew Fitzpatrick and Colin Morikawa. So right. anything you're thinking there might be worth a sprinkle. Alrighty, so one I really like, top five is going to be Rory McIlroy at plus 450. Mm-hmm. He's got top fives in four of his last five British Open starts, including a win. And he's got a seventh place finish last month at the U.S. Open, and he has been taking the time off preparing for this event ever since. This is his baby. This is where uh, you know his fans really shine for him. Uh, and this is his event, man. It is all Rory to finish top five. I like a little sprinkle on him to win. However, uh, you know the last handful of years, he uh, even when he does play really well, don't yeah. Whether it's a, it, it doesn't seem like it's a Sunday choke. There's usually just like a weird like Saturday type of you know choke for a couple holes, and then he figures it back out and gets himself into that top five top ten so in this event specifically i love him to stay in that top five and if he can get over the hump that'd be great but uh you know we only need him to get top five here yeah i'm right there with you he is uh also already in my bet slip mm-hmm. too so uh just depending on how spectacular of an evening we're about to have uh will just depend on how much i sprinkle on each one of these bets but they're uh definitely getting sprinkled you'll uh best believe you me right so the last thing i will say and uh, you partner mentioned it and i kind of agree with you um the guy that i do am interested in in as the winner seems a little bit good too good to be true john rom at plus 700 he is by far the favorite uh won the u.s open played well last weekend uh so when that guy is playing well i really like him to continue that momentum he's another guy that's from europe uh so he is more familiar than a lot of the american field in this tournament but like I said, it seems a little bit too good to be true, so I'm not going to say that I'm officially taking it, but uh, you know, I think I will take a little bit of a sprinkle because the guy's just playing damn well right now. He's got that new dad energy that we've seen from athletes over the last few years uh, where he just elevates his play for whatever reason right after he has a kid, and uh, he seems happy. He seems to be in a good headspace. So, uh, Like I said, he didn't get over the hump last weekend in the Scottish Open. He was right in the top 10, though, so conservatively i might even go top five top ten for him because i do think he's going to continue that momentum and play really well um but i mean the odds aren't super long so it doesn't seem uh you know it doesn't uh not a ton of return if it's an even you know a little sprinkle so do like him to have a nice performance so take that as you will yeah i uh i did have him in my slip and then i took him out because uh much like you said i i just think it's a little right. bit too obvious and i mean yeah he's got that dad power everybody wants him to pull back-to-back majors but uh yeah we'll see and he's the um, only one he's the only one that's minus 120 he's the only one that's uh not plus odds as top 10 um so i might do that or might do plus 180 top five i don't know but i do like him to have a nice tournament take that as as you will absolutely so that's all we got. That's our uh, British Open best bets, picks, everything in between. Uh, hope that uh, you got some value there. You're riding those with us. Uh, I am locking all of them oh, in. Yeah. I don't know exactly in what amount, as I said. Uh, just depends on how good we do tonight. But uh, we'll see what kind of action we're dropping down. Uh, make sure if you're uh, riding those plays, you are not going to have till tomorrow morning to hammer them in. They are going to go away at 1235 a.m. tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, that being Thursday. Once again, 
we will have a live watch along going on tomorrow. So uh, tune, the next couple of days. Next couple of days, yeah. So tune in for that action. Outside of that, not a whole hell of a lot to get into here in today's rants and reactions. We uh, do have, as I have already mentioned, uh, UFC Fight Night coming up on Friday or on Saturday. We got the uh, full call card breakdown coming up on Friday. I already told you guys about that. A uh, little bit of a reminder, and you guys will be able to have a reminder every single day now, and I won't have to tell you, but a little hint, hint there, uh, but 57 days until Ooh, the NFL season officially kicks off, ladies and gentlemen. Um, told you at the top of the show, I made a serious purchase, and I am very, very, yeah. very, very, very excited to continue to dive into it. I bought Warren Sharp's Sharp Football Analysis book last night. Um, I suggest you guys do the same too. It's actually very, 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 very affordable for what you are getting. Uh, he actually has a discount code and everything on it too. You get it for 18 bucks, and it is 436 pages of the most in-depth analysis, trends, everything, t- full team breakdown, betting look ahead, fantasy look ahead, Everything you have ever wanted about the NFL in 436 pages for the 2021 and recapping the 2020 season is the best thing I've ever got my hands on. I got through 12 pages last night and I I couldn't put the book down, but I had to fucking go to (laughs) bed. I had to get. I mean, it's an overload in a a fucking half, man. I mean, I just showed him uh, this morning. I was like, hey, man, I I had to kind of look through just to kind of see what exactly it was, and it blew away what I thought his standards were. I. I I've always liked Warren Sharp. I've always, I've, matter of fact, I've damn near always loved Warren Sharp's mm-hmm. work. I mean, he he does amazing, amazing work in his story. If you don't know Warren Sharp, I suggest you look it up because how he got to where he's at today is wild. However, um, I I looked at this issue and I said, man, I can't pass this up. Right. I cannot pass this up. So. I suggest you guys delve into it. But I showed you just one of the team breakdowns, and mm-hmm. I mean, they, it's it's. 10 15 pages yeah. per team breakdown it's not a skim. i mean it's, not it, a skim. it's insane they <laughs> they have everything from key players lost to heat maps for specific plays right. specific style of plays specific formations i mean it's it's absolutely insanity i i've never seen something compiled so perfectly and i know it sounds like i'm just sucking his dick right now but I mean, nah. but it, it is it is so worth it i mean this this book is absolutely amazing i mean so, we gush over the nfl and this is basically like a uh you it's know, the it's the holy grail advanced guide of you know breaking down the nfl basically yeah. i mean it's it's absolutely uh electrify i like i said i got yeah. through 12 pages and I, I i can't put the book down i mean right. every second i get i want to pick it back up so suggest you guys cop that bad boy yeah. as well uh you said at the top of the show partner we had a uh, little bit of news to oh, get into. Oh, 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 oh i almost forgot good thing you got your old buddy pal over here okay, to uh, so keep you on track what do you got happening free agent cornerback oh cornerback now this title might DB. be sticking to him, DB. Richard Sherman has been arrested for burglary, domestic violence in Seattle, denied bail. How's about that for a headline? Now, hopefully this isn't just some clickbaity, oh, it was a mistake. He was booked at 6.08 local time a.m. in Seattle for burglary, domestic violence, according to public records. Goodness gracious. Warner, I don't even know... If I can say anything, I don't even I don't even know where to begin there. Are you fucking serious? And maybe so the way I'm reading it, I just 
came in real quick. Maybe he was fucked up or drunk and thinking he was going. The person calling said that an adult male family member who did not live at the residence was attempting to force his way into the home. So it sounds like it was so some type family. of a okay. domestic family dispute. And Damn, dude. Are you serious? I don't even know how to react to that. That that blows my fucking mind. The sherm out of anybody? That blows my mind, ladies and gentlemen. You are uh, seeing me speechless for the first time in a rants and reactions in I don't know how long. Holy smokes. Well, we uh, definitely have some info to dive into there and see what the hell's all going into. We're not going to bring out any uh, information or anything. We don't want to talk our way into something and then have to uh, walk our way right. out of it. But um, you heard it here first. Per, uh, per the worldwide leader, Richard Sermon has been arrested and booked denied bail on charges of burglary. Burglary, domestic violence. And domestic violence. Wowzer, kapowzer. Well, also in today's society... That's domestic violence. Uh So who the hell knows? But either way, yikes for Richard Sermon. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We'll have more to talk about on that. I'm probably uh, very certain of it. Um, But moving right along, maybe actually a good segue, talking about defensive backs, uh, something I wanted to mention from the um, Warren Sharp book. Okay. (laughs) A hell of a transition. Hell of a transition back into something (laughs) a little bit better. Uh defensive holding ah, called, yeah, yeah, called yeah. 0.7% of the time in NFL games last, last season. season. Yeah. However, now that was the smallest clip since 2013. Mm-hmm. However, defensive pass interference was called at a 1.2% clip, the highest in the 2000s. Mm. Do we continue to see that rise? Do we continue to see some things happen because of that? Well, you're going to have to buy Warren Sharp's book to find out. I want it. Because it is uh, electrifying how he breaks that down. Let me tell you, that's enough on that because I just, I can't stop talking about it. I am so hyped up for the uh, NFL season to come right around the corner because if you needed to know any further of how serious we take handicapping nfl and the ncaa football and college basketball i'm preparing for we prepare for the nfl two and a half months out Mm -hmm. three months out like we we have no problem with that whatsoever yeah we've been saying we're gonna dive in and it's about that time it's about that time and uh getting some uh blogs in the chamber Mm -hmm. loaded up ready to shoot out as soon as we go live on Mm -hmm. the uh on the website so it won't just be some blank pages there Mm -hmm. you'll be able to uh read some content right off the jump and then uh we might we might do it every day we might do it random days we might uh who the hell knows when you're gonna see it but you'll be able to subscribe just like when we had our sub stack before you'll be able to subscribe and have our blogs delivered right to your email whichever one you like um once we uh, do post it live on the website so you don't have to go looking through the site or go all the way through hey it just popped up click the notification on your phone and it's there once again a common misconception when we did have the substack we still have the substack we just haven't wrote in a very long time we never send you spam nor will we ever send you spam we are two stooges who do not like spam ourselves we are not going to send that shit on you promise 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 we will not do that uh we had a lot of people who said yeah i would love to subscribe i would have that but i just don't want all the spam and i don't need something else coming into my email i'm like we don't spam you dude it's one email every Mm -hmm. single morning at 8 a.m like what are you talking about and then 
people would sign up. So we will never spam you uh, once all of that stuff comes out, once you see some stuff. Hey, that is our promise to you. You're not going to get spammed here at the TTL pod. So there you go. There you have it on that end, the NFL side of things. College basketball, quick reminder, 118 days around, only a few tears of the calendar away. Ladies and gentlemen, rip a few more pages off, and before you know it, we are going to be headed into the conference tournaments, then into the full season, then, oh my gosh, it's going to be March 2022, and we we may be reporting live from Indianapolis come March 2022. Is that where it is? I I would imagine they switch it around. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have know. no idea either. Either way, if it's anywhere in vicinity, once again, sure. the TTL crew is going to be there one way or another. You best believe. Twenty twenty whatever Arlington Park Final Four. Wow, wow! Could you imagine? I can imagine actually, because be, if that, that comes, be that's almost a lack that they're going to put a Final Four there. That would be electrifying. That would be so damn cool (laughs) holy cow i didn't even think about that either way (laughs) college basketball too uh we will i don't even want to say most likely probably 150 percent guaranteed we're going to have an nfl season look ahead special edition and then we'll also have a uh, college basketball season look ahead special edition and then our blogs are going to be so key for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that we we have to talk about that we don't have the time in the pod and that we're trying to make other content for and other other shows and stuff so we can bring more of this analysis and stuff that uh, in the short hour, two hours that we get with you guys that we just can't get out. Right. So we have so much more to dive into and uh, give you access to some of the knowledge that we have and have been able to attain since uh, taking full-time careers in the industry and uh, making the connections that we've been afforded the opportunity and the blessing to be able to so there you go there you have it uh talked about the mlb all-star game up at the top of the show um vladdy g mvp didn't uh, say all too much about him you know one thing i didn't know Hmm. i didn't know that he didn't really speak english that well uh yeah i I did a little bit i and and same with fernando like i thought fernando's english was a little i kind of thought it was flipped if i'm being totally really? honest really like like, as far like as not that i have a problem like, no, i don't yeah, give a it's damn not whatsoever like we're not being Stephen a over here it's not <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, let's not go down that no, rabbit hole it's no. not like been that. A, been we just a, didn't know been a rough month for yeah, the worldwide rough, leader yeah. if you will goodness fucking yeah. gracious but um yeah you know it uh it, eh. It seems like they're getting better because i mean when they're getting told the question they start to like nod and this and that i think it's really just like because some guys are just embarrassed to have broken English. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I understand it. And, and but, Fernando's getting better, but yeah, well, he's got a lot better. He's he getting a lot, lot better. He he really, really he was. was but yeah, I honestly, I I had even anticipated his English to be more like clear and concise. Oh, really? Like, okay. Yeah, and I, I mean, it was like I was struggling. He didn't need no. to throw closed captions on the screen no. or anything. But what I thought really cool moment that didn't get shown um or, or maybe it got shown and i just missed it live um but they had vlad and pedro martinez um on mlb network afterwards and then whoever the third guy is with them pedro martinez and vlad were talking dominican or cuban or right, whatever, right, right, right. whatever the native language is and they were going back and forth mm-hmm. and laughing and i mean it was it was such an electric um it just just that moment yeah. to have vladdy being the little kid at the all-star game and now he's the MVP in the right. All-Star game in 2021 at 22 years That's old. So cool. I mean, it's so doggone cool. And and to see El Nino and Vladdy be 
in the MLB All-Star game yeah. together, and they've basically had the exact same path. They grew up at the All-Star games with their dads. Their name precedes them. They don't need to announce themselves when they enter a room. Right. Everybody knows who they are. Something tells me Fernando's going to have a better showing in the next couple All-Star games, I too. would imagine. He was a little uh, little upset and uh, got caught on a just few, missed a couple, few yeah. hot mics, just barely missing some mm-hmm. home runs. Uh, he was very close to having... A couple bombs that were just the same as Vladdy's. But uh, Vladdy had the key, man. He waited back. He let the hips do the work, kept the hands in tight, right elbow to the shoulder, to the chest, and then let those hands fly. Yeah. Speaking of mic'd up, there were some good, awesome moments, and then there were some goofy moments. Uh, Freddie Freeman was awesome uh, with Aaron Judge. He was yeah, two was and zero, three and zero. He's like, "Oh, I'm about to look so small <laughs> next to him," <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, just a couple of guys with some perfect teeth, nothing to see here." <laughs> oh, well, the one that made me laugh was uh, I think it was the first guy that was mic'd up, first or second inning. And they're asking Xander Bogart, "It's like, hey, what are you seeing here?" And he's got to like, like, yo, dude, like fastball like whisper it like he doesn't want to tip off like to right. the catcher what he's right expecting. exactly like, like what, what, oh dude it. you're busting you yeah that's just uh here. that's just classic joe buck if i do say <laughs> yeah, so what are you myself. seeing here pal <laughs> that is uh fastball dude chill yeah relax <laughs> relax i'm trying to hit this one out and then Gosh. it wasn't fastball and he didn't swing so it's like all right well how how hard was he expecting it did you asking him screw that up but then yeah. uh yeah, Liam Hendricks at the end of the game on the hot mic. They get the catcher and him talking together like, oh, yeah, I haven't heard anything all all uh, all inning long. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> You're all good. You're all good, man. No problem. Uh, I yeah. mean, uh, I think yeah. I said it at the top, but not the guy. He's very animated, so not yeah, the guy Lee... to uh, be miking up in a, in a PG-rated game. Yeah, Liam Hendricks was definitely not the guy that you wanted to have <laughs> miked up there at the uh, bottom of the ninth. Let me tell you that. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Nothing uh, really else crazy noteworthy from the All-Star game. No fans falling out of the stands. Nope. No, uh, Nobody streaking. Nothing crazy really happened. Uh, but did cover it all night long from the Talking the Line social media page, the Twitter page. So make sure you follow us there. We always do that. And you best believe we're going to have plenty of action going on oh, with yeah. uh, Game 4 rolling out tonight. Uh, outside of that, we obviously dove deep into the NBA for you guys here today. What we got on tap, our best bets, props, totals, spreads, everything in between. Uh, nothing really else to talk about there. There hasn't been any uh, any news. We told you about Willie Green, uh, the rumblings there, potentially going to the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll see what happens there. Uh, the NO, the uh, big NOLA. Who mm-hmm. knows, Who knows, man? That, that Pelicans franchise needs some saving there at the yeah. old HC position, if right. I do say so myself. Yeah, not only that, there's I know there was a little bit more buzz around Ben Simmons. Uh, sounding like he might, uh, you know... The rumors are swir- swirling around him if he's going to be on the move. But uh, as we mentioned, we don't need to dive into it right now. But uh, I don't know who's going to be paying top dollar for him right now. So, no, I I don't either, and I don't. Uh, I haven't seen him in the gym all too often here in the uh, the postseason. Did you see what they did to him at the ESPYS? Yes. Oh. I'm drawing a blank, but yes. They absolutely destroyed about him. Just laying bricks right yeah. now. Just a montage uh, of so him. It was, free so it was like, we want to take a moment to recognize uh, somebody for his humarian, or humanitarian efforts. Yes. Uh, ben <laughs> Simmons has decided to start building homes for poor orphans in, I don't even remember where Ooh, he a said. A too soon. And, and he was like, for out of purely only his playoff bricks <laughs> and it, well, and it did like a quick montage of like five of his bricks and then like and then as it's coming back cut scene there's two little kids walking out onto the <laughs> stage and they're like what would you like to say to to um um who the heck are ben simmons ben, yeah who, who would you like <laughs> to say to mr simmons i'm trying to think all that happened what would you like to say to mr simmons and then like 
Thank you so much for our new homes. <laughs> and then they skip off of the That's stage. Rough, man. It's... I mean, they absolutely obliterated him. I feel like it was a little ESPN. too soon, if I'm being honest. We ain't even out of the playoffs the... yet, saying, dude. Man. They're already and, cooking uh, this, man. If he was better, they might still be playing, too. Yeah, they very well <laughs> might be. I mean, they, they cooked that, man, though. That was absolutely oh. rough. So... There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anything else? Uh, quick few reminders before we wrap up the uh, rants and reactions here. Uh, be sure to hit the link tree in this episode's description. That's where you can find all of the TTL Crew's additional content and social media platforms soon to be added. The Talk in the Line Sports Media website. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is very, very soon to be completed and it will have everything you need to stay up to date with the TTL Crew and everything related to sports gambling and the sports industry in between that is a promise be out very soon we'll let you know for sure the uh, drop date when you'll be able to punch it in whatever your favorite web browser is and it'll pull right up there for your enjoyment not live yet so you can search for it all day you ain't gonna find it anyway other than that uh, make sure you follow us on the Action Network app so you can get all of our best bets of the day and everything in between. If we lock anything in outside of what we talked about for our best bets of the day on the daily podcast, you can follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. You can follow Riley at RMAGS in all caps. And you can follow the best bets of the day coming from each and every single pod at Talking the Line. If you don't have time to stop by a show or click over to the best bets of the day segment, we put them all there for you so you don't have to worry if you ain't able to make it by for a show other than that for real now seems like everything has been crossed off the list so partner anything burning on the brain melting on the soul festering on the heart that you have just been dying to get out to the kind folks that took the time out of their day to come and kick it with us on this beautiful wednesday july 14th 2021 episode number eight zero of the TTL pod. Quick little update. We've got 2K22 video game cover has been released. Really? Uh, any guesses as to the main? There's three covers. Another uh, situation where they got three pretty sick covers. But uh, who's the main cover if you had to take a guess? Nobody that's playing as we speak. I mean, the obvious LeBron. Nope. Anthony Davis. Nope. He was in the playoffs. He was in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler. No. Jimmy Butler. I don't know. <laughs> um, You're missing a megastar, mega popularity, young guy. Uh, Kevin Durant? Nope. Kyrie Irving? Nope. One more guess. James Harden? Nope. Luca. Oh. Luca. Damn, I forgot the Mavs were in the playoffs. They got yeah. bounced a while back ago, they huh? They did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's about due for he's it. He's been playing in Slovenia for the last month that's and fair. a half. Trey Young would have been a solid guess, oh, too. Yeah, that's true. That's very uh, true. But yeah, Luca getting the main cover. Uh, NBA 75th anniversary cover. They've got three guys, KD. So, oh, so fair. You got, you know, you got one of them there on a, one of those covers. But KD, Dirk, and Kareem getting the NBA 75th anniversary Ooh. edition. Okay. And uh, Candace Parker getting... Uh, what appears it said GameStop exclusive uh, so interesting there but uh, yeah Candace Parker I believe it was the first WNBA player uh, on any version of a cover I could be wrong about that but Candace Parker rounding out the three uh, but yeah the covers were pretty uh, pretty cool design so uh, you know I've been scooping those up every single year so I don't know why this one would be any different but uh, yeah I'm uh, I'll go out on a limb and say Trey Young on 2k23 how about that 
What do you got there? My man Warren Sharp. <laughs> oh, let's go. So uh, we're just hitting him up like crazy, telling you guys all about... Uh, thanks, uh, Captain. Uh, thanks, Captain. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. I think I might have to change that because... Uh, people don't get it. People don't get it at all. I don't, <laughs> people don't get it at all. I don't understand why. If you guys don't get it, and uh, so it's Cap and Colton, as in handicapping Colton, uh-huh. and I didn't want to put handicap and Colton, so just... Or handicapping Colton. Happy... What? So I just did Cap and Colton, but Cap'n is the abbreviation for Captain. So it's become quite the issue across uh, the Twitter sphere. I think you should keep it. I think, it, especially for moments like those, it's just even funnier. Yeah, it is even funnier because, like, <laughs> we know what it's about. The close fans know yeah. what it's about. But thanks, Captain. Thanks, Captain. <laughs> no problem. No problem yeah, whatsoever. If you're like, actually, Warren, it's Cap'n. Actually, it's handicapping, like capping. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should put together a disclaimer, have like a PDF file every time yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, does yeah, that. Yeah. Drop it down. Capping relates to handicapping, as in handicapping, as in handy space in. Not to be confused as a ship captain. Not to be confused as I am the captain now. Not to. <laughs> Look at me. I am. The, I am the captain now. I am the handicapping now. I am the handicapping now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're getting slap happy. It's time to (laughs) get this show wrapped up. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, as always, uh, for sticking around. Let me give a little bit back to you here now and uh, give you a little extra inspiration to get you through this beautiful Wednesday. And anytime you hit a little bit of a pothole today, you got a little bit something to come back to. And hopefully that you can come back to this um, for the rest of your life. I hope this makes an impact on you. So today, my motivation minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And I told you this was the first time ever that I was bringing this to the public. Uh, This is a speech, if you will, Uh, if I was a motivational speaker on stage, which uh, someday I hope to be able to stand and and talk in front of groups of people like that and give them um, some words of inspiration and motivation and and some keys that I found to help me survive this thing called life. Um, Today's today's short story, short um, message is on fear. But maybe not how you would be thinking about fear. See, fear in this instance, in the way that I speak of it, is in an acronym. We're not talking about being afraid to do something as you would typically think. You can find fear an awful lot in this life and you can make just about any excuse you want as to why you shouldn't do something, a specific situation, a specific act, whatever that fact might be, or that circumstance, you can find an excuse. And at the end of the day, if you boil it down to the core of that excuse, it's because you're afraid of one thing or another. But I'm here to tell you today that you can look at fear in an entirely different lens. And the acronym that I wanted to give you today for fear is face everything and rise. That is what fear means to me. Now, as you go through this life and as you make those decisions to pursue a passion or pursue a vision or chase after your dreams or tackle a hard circumstance that prior you would have been afraid to do so, but you decide to step out on a limb and do that, it's going to be a process. It's not going to be a slow grind or, or a fast grind, rather, getting to that end result. It is going to be 
extremely excruciating sometimes. You're going to hit potholes. You're going to hit obstacles. There's going to be 10-foot high walls in your path that you're going to have to find out a way to get over without having any ladder, rope, or anything in between. But what you got to remember is that when you're chasing after every single one of those goals, it is about the process and not the product. Your mindset has to be process over product. Everything that you do every single day is about the process and about what it is doing to you and what tool it is adding to your tool bag, not what it is doing to get you to that final goal. Because if you focus on the process and worry about the process and worry about what you are doing and how you are growing every single day, you will find that that product lands in your lap faster than you could have ever imagined and faster than if you would have only focused on that and not growing as a human being over the process. Now you'll find also when you stick into the process and you fall in love with the process and you stop worrying about the product, you're going to find that hard work becomes easy. You're going to find that the harder you work at something, the harder it is to surrender. That is the next mindset. The harder you work, the harder it is to surrender. You give all your time, your energy, your effort into something that you are chasing, it is so hard to give it up after you've given so much to yourself. It's also easy when you're 99% of the way there and you don't know it yet to just turn around and stop. But every single time you feel like quitting, giving up, stopping, turning around, letting your dreams slip away, remember all the hard work that you've put in to get to this point. And the harder that you work, the harder it is for you to surrender. Continue to put in that hard work. Do not give up now because this is the time that it is right around the corner. Continue to work hard. Continue to never surrender at every single thing that you are facing. As you face these things, I promise you they are going to be challenging. They are going to challenge you up and down, left, right, and center, and you're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have to grow. That's the key. Grow. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. If you are in comfort, comfort, if you are in the everyday monotony and you don't have any outside forces to keep the body guessing from time to time, you are never going to change. You are never going to become that version of yourself that you want to be to reach those goals. You have to face challenges because at the end of the day, if something is in your way, an obstacle, a situation, or even a dream you're pursuing, if it does not challenge you, it will not change you as a person and bring you to that next level that you need to be in order to attain success. And you know my definition of success, center, fulfilled, and happy, ladies and gentlemen. So what does that mean? What does that all put together? You have those challenges, and you know they're going to be there, and you know they're going to change you. And one thing you have to remember with those challenges is that you always have to keep them temporary. And that vision and that goal that you're chasing after, you got to keep it permanent. You got to keep it always, 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 whether it be at the very back of your mind, that vision is permanent. Your challenges will come at you from every direction in every different shape and size every single day. You have to let them work. You have to keep them temporary in your life. Allow them to make you a better version of yourself. And when it comes to the moments, once again, when you want to quit and you want to give up and you have nothing left to give and you are afraid of what is right around the next corner, 
you have the ability to keep those challenges right here and keep that vision in the front of your mind. Continue to go back to that vision. Don't let it leave you and let those challenges roll by you one by one. As I always say, challenges are like flaming arrows. They're flying at you from across the battlefield. You can either let them pierce right through you or you can start grabbing them one by one out of the air and breaking them right over your knee. Now, one final thing I want to let you guys know in all of this, that outside of all these challenges, outside of all this stuff, you're going to hear the noise. Once you finally have the ability to be able to look these challenges in the face, to go right through them, to let them teach you and grow, once you start to fall in love with the process and stop worrying about the product, once you start to let those visions or those challenges just slide right on by and you keep that vision right in the forefront no matter what comes your way, there's still going to be noise. There's still going to be people that don't believe in you. There's still going to be people that think you don't measure up when you know how much work you put into some, some specific goal or passion. They're still going to think that you don't put in enough work. They're still going to think that you aren't worthwhile. But what you have to remember is that their opinion will never become your reality. Don't be afraid to let people have their opinion of you because everybody's got opinions and we all know what they're about. Let them happen and choose to let them roll off your shoulders as well because their opinion will never become your reality if you choose to not allow it. So the next time you become afraid, ladies and gentlemen, I want to leave you with this here today. Remember to face everything and rise. Focus on your process and don't worry about the product. When you do, you'll realize that the harder you work at something, the harder it is to surrender. And as you start to work at these things, you're going to face challenges. But remember, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And as you continue to face those challenges, remember to keep them temporary and your vision permanent. And as the noise continues to come in, once you are able to finally achieve all these things, remember that their opinion will never become your reality. So today, I ask you to face everything and rise. That does it for my motivation minutes for today. Good stuff, my man. As always, uh, yeah, you kind of nailed it at the top. There are uh, many different ways that fear can rise in the person. Uh, and uh, yeah, you just got to conquer it. And uh, like you said, and we've said it many times, and it's going to keep getting said. If it was easy, everybody would do it. 150%. If it was easy, everybody would do it, and everybody would be on top of the world. But, uh, yeah, you got to go through some shit, man. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's always kind of uh, been in my head. The uh, the main things, obviously, they're the acronym of fear, the process over product. The harder you work, the harder it is to surrender. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Keep your challenges temporary and your vision permanent, and their opinion will never become my reality. You can remember those five things, five things plus fear. Remember what fear is you'll start to have some serious, serious success in your life. You'll find that happiness, you'll find that fulfillment, and you'll find that centeredness. Hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, that's been something I've wanted to bring out for quite some time. Uh, if you uh, were 
kind enough to listen to it or uh, got blessed with a little bit of that action today. You were the first person to ever, ever hear that live and in the public. And hopefully someday when uh, I'm talking to uh, a mass of people with that same message, you'll be in that crowd and you'll get to say, hey, I remember when I saw that first on YouTube. So that really does it for my motivation minutes of the day, ladies and gentlemen. And by the looks of things here, that does it for episode number 80. Sure does. How about that? One more time, just so you don't have to check your calendar. Beautiful July 14th, 2021. That is a wrap on today's episode, the 80th, official 8-0. We are... Uh, Excuse me. Uh, getting some plans in place for the big one zero zero for the big triple digit edition. Still got a little while away. We still got some time now. Twenty more, nineteen more episodes to get through before we do so. But uh, hey, y'all just relax. We got it coming right around the corner. Uh, so get prepared for a little something coming for the hundredth uh, episode. Maybe a little special edition. Who knows what we'll be into come that time? Uh, seems like it's going to be dead in the middle of nothing. It might be uh, a perfect time for an NFL uh, preview special edition, my friend. Well, we might just have something going on for episode number 100, but who knows? One episode 80 now. So as always, anything else I forgot to mention? Check off the box. Anything we need to deliver? I don't think so. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. From myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. As always, take care. Make sure you're safe. Make sure you face that fear. And uh, don't stay away too long. We need your help bankrupting these books one play at a time. So meander on around the corner for episode number 81. And as always, let's cash some tickets.